Day Radio News with Tim Berg. The White House continuing to push their new $2.25 trillion infrastructure plan. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo saying the U.S. has fallen behind and neglected key investments in infrastructure for too long. Raimondo also saying it will create jobs. Uh, it's a historic investment in America intended to create tens of millions of jobs, rebuild our country's infrastructure, and position the United States to outcompete China. The Treasury Department also saying President Biden's proposed 15% minimum tax on profitable corporations would affect far fewer companies than previous versions he campaigned on. The U.S. trade deficit continues to widen. It increased for the second month in a row in February to $71.1 billion from the $67 billion a month before. This is USA Radio News. Woke culture, it's choking America, erasing our history, threatening our freedoms, our laws, and even our police. Now, Grant Stinchfield exposes the secret woke agenda and the hidden players behind this very dangerous movement. Watch Stinchfield tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern on Newsmax TV as he reveals the real dangers to you and your family. Everyone is talking about Stinchfield because each night he gives you the cold, hard truth you need to know. Newsmax is now America's fastest-growing cable news channel on all major systems. If you don't get it, call your cable operator. Tell them you want Newsmax or you'll switch. Remember, you can get Newsmax free on Roku, YouTube, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, and smart TVs like Samsung, Sony, Vizio, or LG. It's even free on your smartphone. Just download the free Newsmax app and start watching. So find out about Woke and its dangerous plans for America on Grant Stinchfield tonight. Just tune into Newsmax TV. It's real news for real people. President Biden looking into forgiving student loan debt. President Biden has asked the U.S. Department of Education to conduct a legal review of the president's authority to cancel student loan debt. Secretary of Education Miguel Cordona is expected to send the legal review to the president within weeks. White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain said Biden will make a decision at that time. Financial folks said it's not a question of understanding the complexities of the issue, but the ability to interpret the law. During the Trump administration, the Education Department talked about wide-scale student loan forgiveness also. The Department of Education at that time issued a legal memo that determined the president does not have the unilateral authority. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Parts of the country could see damaging winds, hail, and snow today as stormy weather moves in. A tornado threat is in effect for parts of Arkansas, Louisiana, and Mississippi after yesterday's storm brought 60-mile-an-hour winds and large hail to Kansas and Nebraska. USA, you're listening to USA Radio. There's a new kind of therapy in town, and it's called soda therapy. Soda therapy is all about gourmet drinks and delicious treats like movie theater popcorn and huge locally baked cookies. The options are endless. Soda therapy is located on the corner of Cimarron and Warm Springs. Oh, and I almost forgot to tell you, you don't even have to get out of your car with their VIP curbside service. Follow them on social media for all the best deals and visit them Monday through Saturday in person or online at sodatherapy.com. FaceLogic Essential Skin Care in Las Vegas is known for their affordable, organic skincare products. They teach people of all ages how to care for their skin properly by providing customized skincare regimens. Achieve your skin goals with FaceLogic's highly trained estheticians. Book your appointment at facelogicspalasvegas.com. That's facelogicspalasvegas.com. FaceLogic, pure pleasure, pure luxury, purely affordable. 
Established in 1976 in Long Beach, California, Babe's Kitchen has brought its freshly made comfort food to Henderson, Nevada on College and Horizon Ridge Parkway. Babe's Kitchen is a family restaurant that's open seven days a week and also offers catering for any special occasion. Start your morning with chilaquiles topped with homemade green sauce and a fried egg. Or try the Bad Boy BLT for lunch made with double smoked bacon. Babe's can also be found on Grubhub and DoorDash apps for delivery. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Babe's Kitchen LV. Shopping is always easy with the Radio Shopping Show. Whether it's shopping during any one of our live shows right here on AM 1400 or listening live on the KSHP app, you can always call in at 702-221-7283 to pick up great deals with your favorite host. Or shop 24-7 at KSHP.com. Go to KSHP.com and select Shopper's Guide to browse hundreds of businesses featured on the show. Place your order online and we'll have it shipped right to your front door. With so many possibilities, it's hard not to shop. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top Consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 
And away we go. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. The boys, the beasts of the East, they're back in Baltimore ready to rock and roll with us. John and Mike about to jump in. College hoops behind us. Baseball ready to rock and roll. The Masters teeing off tomorrow. Can't wait for that home stretch. NBA, NHL, NFL draft. All kinds of good stuff. What a great time of year. Lots on the docket for you. Invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Without further ado, as they're monitoring everything, all all things Baltimore Orioles, the boys, John and Mike, jump in. Hello, kids. How's it going? Another wonderful day. It's 70 degrees. The Orioles have lost two in a row after a nice little hot start. John, uh, last Thursday, came up to me and said, look, the Orioles can't lose. I said, yeah, the game got postponed. But then you know what? He did take them the entire weekend when they rolled, and he's a dog better. He was sitting in here. I'll tell you this story. I don't. Want, I know it's a, it's a sore subject still days later, but it's funny because he had an 18 parlay, all dogs, and he lost one game. He was seven out of eight. Why wasn't it a seven? That. Why didn't he do a 17 parlay? Thanks. That's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, problem solved. There you go. Right. Next time, do a 17 parlay. I just uh, text Dave. He said he's going to be calling anytime so- shortly. The, I don't know if he's called yet. Um, no, he is not. So okay. sing show tunes. No, you got, so, you got to have all kinds look, of numbers and ready to I rock and roll out the, of the gate. Look, I go back to the whole deal, which is, you know, unless you're like our good friend up in the Summerlin, uh, our good friend Troy, they can bet favorites. It's impossible. You can't bet the entire board and lay 200 on games and, and come out ahead. And, look, here's the proof. Uh, some of the early numbers, and I might repeat some of this stuff. Well, first of all, before I get into these numbers in the MLB, what did you think about – were you um, were you all over Baylor because you thought – Gonzaga was too tired after winning with that amazing three in the prior game, or did you leave that? Did you just play the total? You talking to me? I'm talking well, to you. I, I thought he was I, talking to me. No, Saturday, Saturday I had Baylor. Saturday I had the Gonzaga game over. Monday night I got my head ripped off. I had Gonzaga. I was worried about the letdown, but I thought they survived and. I mean, the letdown clearly got them. So no, I was I was dead wrong on Monday night. Had a great weekend, but Monday night they got me. Give Baylor credit. Well, you know, it's I had the I had the same I had the same thinking on Saturday. I loved Baylor versus Houston. I think it was just a mad bad matchup for Houston. The way that Baylor defends the three and the way that they run, I knew that it's it's going to be a really tough game because I don't see Houston playing one-on-one they just can't beat anybody one-on-one they, they play that team ball and they run and they their whole game is offensive rebounds and if they don't get those second chance buckets they struggle so I did like Baylor fairly easy on Saturday now Brian I'm sure you could attest to this that UCLA Gonzaga game was probably the best game I've seen in a decade it was absolutely incredible but I had the I did have that thinking um, for the letdown to be on Monday night because you only have a day to prepare for Baylor, which again, Baylor is a team that had two losses going into the tournament. Really their two losses was because of that COVID break that they had. And they came out of that COVID break and they had to play a Kansas team 
And I just think they were more battle-tested than Gonzaga. They played a much tougher schedule they, in their conference. And unlike Gonzaga, they, they were, you know, they had to play teams like Oklahoma State, Kansas. I mean, just a, a gauntlet throughout the entire season. And then they get into the tournament. They, they play fairly well. And they run into a Gonzaga team, which had that long, emotional game in overtime. And then 48 hours later, they play Baylor, which, I mean, but then again, I mean, anybody can make a statement that Baylor was lights out from three in the first half. And everybody, even John, and I was big on Baylor, like Gonzaga in the second half. And usually that in, in those situations, a team like that does bounce, but they were just lights out. They were lights out from three. They played great defense. Um, they're, they just didn't let Gonzaga do what they want to do, which is run and have fast breaks because what's the best defense for a fast break is you make buckets. And they were making buckets. They didn't let Gonzaga get those fast breaks like they do in most games. And, they ran into a buzzsaw, and, yep. and the better team won. But, again, if you play that game nine times out of ten, it's probably 50-50. No, no my, my, so. my point is if they played that game again in a week, uh, I think it's a completely different animal. I'd, I'd love to see that game a week removed because the letdown did get them. And I thought I thought the intangible side of that was very leery of it. I thought more it was they survived and – It'll be a breath of fresh air, but they 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 had nothing left in the tank. Now I'd be curious, John, to use your words, words you throw out on this show all the time. I didn't do it. I thought about it and I didn't do it. But did you do the Gonzaga auto play in the second half? Well, in which game? The title game. It wasn't the auto plays that they made. So here's what I did. In my, it's kind of funny. This is what I did. I did. I, if Dave was on the line, he's he here. He's, he's here. Oh, yeah. Okay. What I, I did is I. Hey, brother. Yeah. So yeah what I by, did by is the way, I Dave, 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 you know what I'm. I'll do this on the air. Dave's been big time in us. You know, he 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 calls in now, like a few minutes into the show. That's that's all right. He, he's he here. Oh no, I tried earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, what I actually what, what I actually did is is um I think uh, Dave was following me on my Instagram chats, or I I bet him live plus nine and yeah, a half. Yeah, otherwise you'd let right now. Right before, yeah, exactly. I saw you watch me. Um, I bet him live plus nine and a half when they before halftime and then what I did at halftime is I bet Baylor on the money line thinking that if they don't cover the nine and a half Baylor will win the second half so I I, I didn't do too bad in that situation but I will say that you know I even said on Instagram if you follow Dave Miller he presses the dog at half I don't know if Dave actually did but obviously the the value you know obviously they're going to make a higher number on Gonzaga. It opened up. It's, it was funny. I don't know if you saw it froze on the DB screen to like two and a half, and then it opened up at six and a half, and then it went to like seven. And I was like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Baylor just wins this. So I, you know, I got like plus 250 or whatever, and I played Baylor on the second half. But my whole thing was Mike actually nailed this game the day, right after overtime. He's like, I'm all over Baylor. They're tired. And what's Baylor? Yeah, what's Baylor good. bad? You know, what did you do in the second half on that game if you did anything on that, beside watch me on Instagram? 
Well, I didn't really watch you. I just saw it two hours later when I was bored. Ah. Looking. But, uh, no, well, I don't – and all those rules, I just call them fundamentals, and I lean to go that way. But just so sometimes I will bet a comeback. And and, and I don't think it's always bad, but I, I had – yeah, I needed – I took Baylor in the second half. But it, but like I said, yeah, it doesn't mean I'm going to do it 100% of the time. But something like that where, where everybody's watching it, for me, that is, you know, 60% plus where I would take the team. And I don't, I don't want to use the word overachieving, but where I would take the dog. And, and they were kind of, they weren't really a, your typical dog. The public was backing them all year, too. But anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll take the team to hold, usually, 60%. All right, well, so. let me ask you this question. Since you're on, a, I'm looking here, you're on a one, two, three, four, five, Five and one run for our VIP members. Let me ask you this since Monday in the NBA. I want to ask you, you know, you were being smart last night. You're like, this is why I'm D Miller. And you had the Warriors plus six and a half before. I had a caffeine rush. Sorry about that. Oh, man. And then you saw plus two and a half. Obviously, it closed. But the, the initial bet wasn't based upon the injury. You just got the better number. Right. You no, had the Warriors not know. No, I, I thought, okay, this should probably be five or six. And then I had six and a half even. And then I I, I, watch, I, I wake up every day and I look at this screen. And I've literally seen, I've seen, I've seen him, Greek freak. I've seen him probable to out. I'm not exaggerating. I want to stay seven times this year. So, you know, typically right. when you see probable, the definition is 75%, but it's really like 85 or 90. Probable basically means the person's in. So I was thinking. Pro- wait, okay. wait, 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 stop. Prob- probable means the person is basically in, not out. Basically. Probable, Got it. yeah. For all you it's listeners, free tip from D. Miller. Probable means they're probably in. Yeah, and then questionables, 50%, and then doubtfuls. Uh, doubtful up by definition. Well, your guys' definition, you you're, you worked at Don Best, right? It's 25% that they're going to play, but it's usually like 10 to 15 on doubtful. Doubtful, doubtful and probable are, I feel, are the same percentages. In so let me ask direction. you this question. Uh, so while we're on there, just for a good uh, – Brandon Ingram, foot <clears throat> – questionable what's the difference between questionable and then it says kevin durant hamstring probable and then obviously james harden out indefinitely because of the hamstring but when you what would you say the difference between brendan ingram questionable tonight and kevin durant probable well it's supposed to be 50 percent to 75 if you look at how they they say it but it's basically in my opinion 85 to 90 percent versus 50%. However, if you take the time, you can get a good read on that questionable, whether it's more of a doubtful or probable. That's another little tip for everybody. Meaning just it's as simple as just Google the person and, and try to read as much as you can. Oh, he's feeling good. Oh, he, there's still too much tightness. or I don't know how to explain it, but if you, if you just spend 30 minutes just looking at Twitters or this or that, you can develop a good read where you're pretty, not pretty sure, but you lean more towards the probable or the doubtful. That's my strategy. That's how I try to do it. 
and I'm not I'm not a hundred percent obviously, but for example, last night it didn't matter if he played anyway. I was right. I liked it anyway. So that was a home run spot, and then I and that's how I went so much, and then I knew, okay, if he's out, that probable basically means he's in. So if he's out, that's going all the way down to like two or three. So it was just a really good spot for me, and it worked out for the actual too. So, but. You know, it normally like when you, if you normally when you chase the late line move based on the injury, isn't it usually a loser? Like last night, if somebody just chased and goes, "Oh, the Greek freaks out now," I'm going to take the Warriors. Not being you, who took it to plus six and a half, don't they usually get beat on that closing number most of the time? No, because I think because I think the new adjusted number is a, is a coin flip, and and then sometimes you don't adjust it enough. Um, or or for example, I had. The, the, fun, the funny thing about last night, I had the opposite situation with the Bulls. So there was a couple of scratches with India. I had no intention of playing the game, but there was there was the Bulls were minus two, and the best two players on the Pacers were questionable. So I said, okay, if these guys are out, this line's going to go to like five, and if they're in it's going to go to like paces by three. And if they split, you know, one's in, one's out, maybe the line stays the same. They were both out. The line went up to four and then it randomly went back down to two for no reason at all. So I'm like, that's weird. How do your best two players get scratched and the line doesn't move at all? So then I loaded up on the bulls. Yesterday just really worked out. But I had, I have no intention of playing games and then I'll look at injury updates and I'm going, that didn't move enough. That should move more. It overmoved. Because sometimes you'll see questionable, right? And you and you're thinking, okay, this line's kind of saying that he's he's for sure out, right? And then and then he and then he plays, and the line barely moves. And you're going, well, wait a minute, that first line basically said he was out. This is crazy, but, you know. And then and so you'll play it. So you just have to like really stare at it in the injury situation, try to get a feel for every game, and then you'll have a lot of post bets you didn't even think you were going to play. Right. If that makes sense. Have yeah, you been doing but... any um, live betting in baseball? Because last night I made my first live bet. I, uh, I took the Washington uh, Nationals down in the top of the seventh inning by one run, and uh, they came back at one in the bottom in the ninth. Small money, but I was just wondering, have you been getting – Involved in these uh, in these live bets in baseball yet or not yet? I bet everything. You name it, I bet it. So yeah, I mean, got it. I, yeah. And, and you and before since you're on, do you uh, have you been? Um, you're not. You're not like me. You're not all one side. Like you're a dog guy when it comes to spread bets, but you're not. You don't care when it comes to baseball favorite or dog. I just I'm not going to lay two hundred on Cincinnati. I don't care. You just, I'm not going to do it. So, what's your take on that? Obviously, there it's eight nothing at the bottom of the six. But well, it's the same thing. It's a fundamental. I don't, I don't have these rules, and and I have to do them. But um, I, for the most part, yeah. So, and what about you, Brian? In terms of dogs' favorites, are you are you still more of a total better like you are in hockey, or do you lean to the sides or lean to the dogs? No, I mean generally speaking, it's, it's totals for the most part. Although last last night, 
Uh, had Denver played Denver minus 12. They won by 15. I think they played Orlando, so I played the side there. Thought that was that number was low with Denver coming off a loss. And in hockey, I played two sides last night. One, I don't know if you want to call it a right-side loser, had Philly as a dog in a game they had to win. They threw 41 shots at the Bruins' fourth yeah, it was, string. It was good. At least you had good value even though you lost. No, there's no such thing. I <laughs> I, I at Philly is a plus price. They sh- they should have won the game. They didn't win the game. Tough. That's the way it goes. But then had Buffalo, uh, and they were plus a dollar sixty. And I've only bet Buffalo to win maybe four times this entire year. And last night, the, the, they're winning. They had an eighteen game losing streak, and the reason is their goalie was out. And since he's back, they've gotten points. I think in five of the last six games, and they keep making them plus a dollar sixty five. It's a it's a different team. They haven't made the adjustment. So, no. I mean, I think you sit there. And then the other one, I did play last night. And that stupid Philly game in hockey, uh, you know, ruined a, an incredible night. But I had the over in the Miami-Memphis game. And the total was 216. And the thing flew over. They scored 236. But the total, they made 216. Because if you went back, they had played. Nah, I can find it. They played back on March seventeenth, and the final score was eighty nine eighty five. So they go and look at the, oh, the one time they matched up, they scored eighty nine eighty five. But the games leading into this game, they scored one twenty one sixteen and one twenty four, and they bring the total down because a low scoring game happened five weeks ago. I'm you know I mean I sometimes you sit there. And, I won't use the V word. It's you, you just try to find things where you just not believe in the numbers, right? Well, that's just they're yeah they're just looking at the last game, which is usually just variance anyway. Yeah, but the, but the last game, but the, but the last game was March seventeenth, David. I'm I'm just right. saying current form. The last Even if it was yesterday. Yeah, it doesn't matter the game really. I mean, it does, but not really. I like it. I mean, and I didn't even go back to I, mean, I didn't even go back to look and say, oh, well, somebody hurt or somebody out. You know, sometimes there's a game like that. But if you look at that game with those two, that, that's like the one-off for their entire season, and they brought the total down because it happened to be against these guys. Right. Yeah. Right. I would just go. Yeah, I would just go against that too. That doesn't matter. I like that. That just that kind of stuff just creates value. I mean, yeah, you hate that word. Okay, I said it once. <laughs> no, you, oh, hey, stop. no, no, no. You guys can say it all you want. I'm going to come up with a code word like corn on the cob or something. I mean, I just won't say it. Only the dedicated listeners will know what that means, huh? <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, so when are you coming back to Vegas? You've been gone a while. Yeah, just I don't know when I get kicked out of here. I'll be back. When I wear out my welcome, I'm coming back, guys. I like to wear out my welcome everywhere. You know that. Nothing wrong with that. So so the baseball stuff out of the gate is going. We know, John, you love the barking dogs. But it's a great time of year. You were talking about the NBA. The NHL's in the home stretch right now. Uh, I'm drooling. Um, I'm thrilled to be talking to you guys today. When this show's over, uh, you're, you're gone to me. I mean, I go in a cave. I go in a four-day cave with the Masters. Favorite sporting event of the year. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, we'll ju- we're going to get to – I got some picks from my guy. Uh, from uh, We'll go over them in a minute. But let me let me ask you guys, do you know what the most profitable team in baseball is right now? Played How many games have we played? 
Uh, well, as Dave would say, it's a short sample. Jeez. <laughs> Go ahead. But I got to tell you guys, I'm standing here. Baltimore Orioles, the most profitable team in baseball. What, what were they, they continually lose by less than eight? So they're three and two. And for every $100, if you've risked 100 on all five games, uh, you are up $258. Well, now, the flip side of that is if you, if you take a team like uh, the Dodgers. The, now, again, this is where I have an issue with dogs versus favorites. Dodgers are five and one. If you've risked $100, I'm sorry, to win $100, which means you've risked a lot more than five, $600, probably about $1,200, you're up $163. So wrap your heads around that. You're five and one. You have a lot more W's. You're up $163 on the Dodgers because they're useless to your pocketbook. Guys, if you're listening and you bet on the Dodgers this season, unless you're spot playing particular spots, you're going to lose money. While the Orioles, even if they lose today and they're 3-3, three and three, they'll still be ahead. They'll be up $158 instead of $258. So literally, imagine, if the Orioles lose today, they're 3-3. Three and three. You're up $158 on six bets. Dodgers are 5-1. and one, You're up $163. That's why it's so hard to make money playing favorites in well, baseball. Well, just, just clarify that because if people were trying to win $100, that wouldn't oh, be – They're the... laying 1200 to win $163. Okay, well, okay, well that, that's fine. Right. Um, the game the Dodgers lost was the opener. They lost – uh, That's eight, the five. game Dave went. That was and, the game Dave went to. Okay, and the Dodgers were minus two fifteen, minus two fifteen, uh, in that spot. So the kind of information that you want to try to get the remainder of the baseball season is to try to find out when David Miller is going to a Dodgers game, and there that's you when you go against them. I like it. I like it. Hey, I bring good luck. I mean, or bad luck because I, I oh, was good luck for the Rockies. Dodger fans. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. My friends, I, I felt like I brought them the opposite, but now we had a good time. Well, here's the interesting thing. So when you look at the Houston Astros, right? The Houston Astros are five and one. Now let's comparison. I, I saw so anyway. I got to re. I got to update my results. The number one most profitable team is the Houston Astros. I apologize. So interesting enough, the Houston Astros and the Dodgers have the same record. The Houston Astros, number one in the AL West, are five and one, and the Dodgers in the NL West are five and one. So this is a better comparison, Brian and Dave and Mike. Dodgers are five and one. You're up 163 dollars. They have been a favorite six times. They've never been a dog. So they're all five games, all six games. They've been a favorite. As I said, they will basically never be a dog the entire season, which is why you can't win money with them. Houston I don't know about five that. and one. They, they, uh, maybe t- you'll see it'll be negligible, less than ten games out of one hundred and sixty. Houston is five and one. They are one and zero oh as a favorite, and four and one as a dog. Therein lies the difference. Same record. One team's been a dog five times and a favorite once. One team's never been a dog. Therefore, the team that's never been a dog is basically useless to bet on. 
What motivates you to look into all that? Because I, I, you know, like because I don't know, want to go to the gym. I, sometimes it, you don't no, want to I, read. Listen, I'm, when well, I get off the air, I'm going to ride 30 miles. Here's what motivates me. People that are newbies <laughs> listening to this radio show or even older long-term bettors make their wagers based upon, in baseball, the pitcher. And it's useless because you know the pitcher's not going to be in. The bullpen is more important than the starting pitcher unless you're going to bet the first five innings. If I told you in every football game that you ever bet on David Miller – that your quarterback is going to be out in the fourth quarter, it would completely change the line on that game. You know basically every single bet you make in baseball, that starting pitcher is gone at the end of the game. Cincinnati can be winning 8 nothing. pull the guy out, stick the bullpen in, all of a sudden nine, run, nine runs in the eighth and ninth inning. How'd that happen? That's the difference, and that's why I keep pounding this to people, because you're going to buy your Dodgers gear. You're ready to celebrate the upcoming repeat of the World Series. Great. Do that as a fan, but you're not going to get any value betting on them. No, I mean, can't argue that. Um, But, well, I don't know about any, but, yeah. You can can spot. spot, Look, my good good, spot. Look, my good friend Troy, he's a – favorite better he only bets favorites in baseball but he spot plays one game a day maybe one game every other day i'm talking about the guy listening that is excited to wake up because there's 10 a.m baseball and he's betting the entire Mm -hmm. board and he's laying chalk he's not gonna win betting favorites right he's happy right now this morning because the reds are up eight nothing and they were laying 230 Braves are up 6-5. They're looking to get their first win today as they are 0-4 um, this season, laying 180. Um, so you're 2-0 if you bet the favorites. Red Sox are up 3-1, laying 120. Now, the Twins, they're, uh, excuse me, the Tigers are up 2-1 as a 180 dog. And so, again, what happens is if you bet basically every favorite every day, you're prob- you could have days where you're going to have more wins than losses, and your P&L is going to be red. And that's why I, like, I'm very passionate about it because I still – every time you talk to a new better or a new baseball better, because remember we had that shortened season last year, Dave, you've got to understand, Mike's taking the calls, majority of the calls. These guys are all pitching junkies. It's all about the pitcher. And I, I just think that – the fact that a money line is set on the pitcher and not the bullpen and the entire team. If you know a team has a garbage bullpen and you have a great pitcher up and he's laying 200 but their bullpen stinks, how can they lay 200 unless you're just going to bet the first five innings? Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, my only problem is I hear everybody say that all the time. Oh, you gotta you gotta just bet the first five innings. The bullpen will blow it. Oh, I didn't say so I, I didn't say I was or... betting the first. I didn't say I was betting the first five innings. I was just making a point that most mm-hmm. regular betters won't be betting the first five innings, right? So they're going to bet the entire game, and a lot of times those right. favorites they're winning in the first five innings, but they're not winning the game. I mean, let's take the Washington. You know, so that's the thing is that uh-huh. I, I w- I'm, I'm going to start figuring a way if I can track that. Um, you know, in terms of favorites blow, favorites losing, i.e. dogs winning, but where the favorites, I'll start tracking that, tr- see if there's an f- efficient way to track it. 
winning through five than blowing the game because of the bullpen. Because then I could maybe put some numbers Good to it right now. Good luck tracking. Yeah, right. Well, no, I mean, it's just right now it would be manual. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, like, that would be like, for instance, right now, the Braves are winning six to five in the top of the seventh. Looking at the box score uh, in the fifth inning, they were winning the game six to five. So that would be a perfect example. They're a 180 favorite. If the Nationals pull off the win, that would be a prime example of how you would have cashed your first five ticket and the Nationals, you, you, you know, you would lose the entire bet. Because obviously we're right. late okay. in the game. It's the top of the seventh inning. You know what I mean? Right. I wonder if there – yeah, what's a good uh, – What? I wonder what, how everyone – the most efficient way to handicap. Oh, oh I apologize. I, I apologize. And that's the other thing that's messing a lot of people up. There's a doubleheader with the Washington Nationals game today. It's only a seven-inning uh-huh. game. It's not a nine-inning game. And, and, Brian, that really messed me up last year in the beginning because I was thinking, well, I get the bottom of the ninth. And then I would log into my account. I'd, be, I'd have a big big red number. I was like, what's going on here? The game's already over. Jeez. Oh, so you guys got to remember that our new betters listening. If there's a doubleheader in baseball, the first game is seven innings. Yeah. You're right. Now, well, the interesting thing like is you've got it all figured out. Only you have it all figured out on day five. Now, let me, let me tell you this. This is where this is a square mentality. This is where I love being contrarian. Would you all agree? That if you're someone looking at the first game, Atlanta gets their first win. They're a 180 favorite. Game two, which starts in an hour, Strasburg is on the mound, laying 150. At post, I can assure you if you bet the Braves, you'll get a better number than right now because everybody's going to go, ah. there's no way the Nationals are going to get swept by Atlanta. They were 0-4 going into today. We're going to pound – we're going to pound the Nationals for the split. Yeah, I agree. And then you're going to – I agree. You do agree. Uh-huh. So, that to me, yeah. that's a good dog. Value at post in the doubleheader is to come back with the dog. I'm sorry? He calls it rotary chicken now, he said. That's yeah. The yeah, word. rotary chicken. Good rotary chicken at post. I thought I, I, said, corn of the, get... I thought I said corn on the cob, but that's fine. So it'll be interesting. Oh, corn on it'll the cob, in... okay. <laughs> It's in the food family. I don't know. All I know is this. I just looked through the window. Mike's swinging a golf club while I'm talking. I believe it. Hold on. It's it's little more than that. Right now, I'm praying. While I'm swinging, I'm trying to pick the Masters winner. I got it right here for you guys. Oh, 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 do do you? (laughs) Let's have it. I got a very sharp. No, no, no. Well, no, I'm not actually picking the actual winner. You have to, you, you have to spread the field out. No, I wasn't so. talking to I'm, you, Mike. Not... John said he's got the winner. Let's just let. Oh, let's... oh, yeah, yeah. Let me hear yeah, it. Let let's, hear not it. Waste, let's not waste. Let's not waste any more time. I'm noting right, that. So, let's, let's hear I'm, it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I have him rated in. I'm betting multiple bets. I have one, two, three, four, five bets. All right. Um, Desham, I, I can't say. Deschambo. 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 Okay. Well, no, it's, of go, course, it's French. Go ahead. Uh, what? Eleven uh, to one. Go ahead. Uh, can't. Uh, can't lay. Twenty to Conley. one. You're you're losing money already. Go ahead. All right. Kepka. Hmm. No, why would you bet three guys? Wait, are, wait, wait, I'm just telling you. you I'm, I'll tell you the money, why. Money management. You, you wait, not. wait. I didn't say I'm going to bet them for the same amount of money. Burger and Casey to round it out. Now, 
the gentleman. Four of those five. Four of those five guys can win. Can win. Right. So so. The gentleman that gave me those games is a good friend of ours in Georgia, Big Big Micah. Okay. And uh, Micah is very successful when it comes. I mean, he made like ungodly amounts of money on this, these little whatever you guys do these yeah, fantasy yeah, yeah, golf yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he you know he he follows it. He's you know religious about it. He's and so he. But, but has, see the difference is the biggest bet is Deshambu. He he has him rated as the highest. Meaning, if I'm betting three dollars, if I'm going to bet ten dollars, let's just say he's betting five dollars on Deschambeau, he's betting a dollar fifty on Cantley, he's betting a dollar on Kepka, he's betting seventy-five cents on Berger, he's betting seventy-five cents on Casey. So he's not betting the same amount on everyone. Okay, but still, at the end of the day, your return on investment with guys with no one higher than thirty-five to one, the, the you know the risk is not worth the reward. You say that if I, you're a small better and you're betting a hundred dollars on Deschambeau, and then you're going to go bet fifty bucks, fifty bucks, thirty bucks, thirty bucks at plus four thousand, plus four thousand. I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's, I mean, well, you'll bet a game. I, these guys will bet five hundred on a game at the on a coin flip. So I mean, like, no, I, I, okay. I'm just, I mean, I'm when just, you say there's I'm just saying the return on investment the, in this. I mean, okay, there's, a, there's, a there's, yeah, a, there's a money management. Yeah, that's what I was. There's Brian, a money management was, aspect of it, and the fantasy thing is completely different. Where when you're you got a shot and say you rate these guys and you want to lump them into, here's what I'm doing on my fantasy thing. That's you know fantasy for money, where the group of guys based on a salary that's allotted adds up to me winning a pool. In no way, shape, or form does that correlate to betting the thing. He won like what, like over a hundred G's at one time. But 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 he won but he won it on the fantasy thing, not on the betting. Oh, okay, got it. it. You're the way you're saying is people would be taking a bit lighter to money. This is a fantasy show as well. Uh I I am the fantasy, so I need all the help I can get. I'm trying to hit the big tournament. I don't want to toot Dave's uh, Dave's horn over there. But uh, there has been a post recently where a lot of people on social media that post that they're really good at sports betting, and they have all this. And, again, I don't talk bad about anybody else. I don't talk about the competition, but they say they don't lose. They're the best. They hit all the games. But nobody actually puts their actual wagering history and how much return. Dave happened to do that last week. not going to say the numbers over the air but he actually put his total amounts wagered since on an online account since he was been in Colorado in November 15th. And what do you think just in an online it. account? They're the only companies right. that have where you can click in and see Brett history. I wish all of them had it. But they, they I know. Don't, I, they don't I'd like to show all it. the clients that. It they was the most transparent. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. Yeah. No, they don't all have how much you won and lost because – I, I feel if they all put that and let's say you were down a fortune, it would hurt their business. Like you would, you would go, Oh man, I'm losing so much money to this company. I need to quit. So I feel that I, I feel, I feel by them doing that. It's, it's good. It, it's good. But it was good. I don't know. They can show good at it night. Was, it was fantastic. The company could show the clients. Yeah, go ahead. It, it was incredible to show that you made a 10% return on this online account on the amount of wagered risk out there. 
it just shows the transparency of how profitable you are year after year. Well, it shows the Nobody, reality that you're not making 8,000% returns with, you know, everybody wants to that, get rich quick, quickly. But, <laughs> but that's why professional bettors with no emotion can hang in this game year after year. And the guys that are trying to get rich overnight and think they hit a gold mine by going 10-0 and 0 and thinking it's never going to end are the ones that bust themselves out and they can't handle the swings. So it's that's why you're in business and you are who you are and you know for I believe there's nobody else better with transparency in this industry to show the type of returns that you get and it it really is incredible. It's the first time that I've actually seen it. I, look, I track your games now for many many years, but to see it visualize it cuz like you said it's the only account that's ever shown that it just proves my point of why, and again, you know, it's it must be the Dave show this week, but it, it was just incredible to see that number <laughs> and, and, and show it to the clients because they've been following you and they believe, but it's that new client that wants to join the company and, and be able to follow you and, and tell your place to be able to see the transparency. Like I had a couple clients go, wow, that's literally what they said. So, you know, let's keep it going. I think, you know, usually – this time of the year, Dave, you take a lot of cruises. I think this year is a little bit different because of COVID. So I think you're going to be just as zoned in for the run in the summer. And, you know, I'm very excited for it. Dave, let me ask you with the, uh, the uh, when you say I bet everything, when you sit down in front of the computer like a day like today, and there's obviously every day there's early uh, baseball, um, is there any systems that you're applying? And don't you don't have to give anything away on the radio, but for people that want to, is there a, a how-to that you, you know, if somebody said, I want to learn how to in-game live wager, is there, and we don't obviously have this product yet, but we can always create it if it's possible. Is there, could you literally, do you think someone could pay for you to learn how to sit in front of a screen after the game started an in-game live bet with fundamentals, or do you think it's just too hard? And that's part of you it's being just hard in real time. All of it. Second halves are because you guys see probably only 3% of my, to- my plays pregame are probably lowest 3% return. They're not. Yeah. 3% return. And that's probably 3% of my total action too. I'm all over the place. First halves, props, second halves, some in play. That's now, let me ask you this question. This is uh, one of the things that we deal with all the time, which is the gambler feels like he's missing something by not playing. Obviously, life happens. You know, you got to do stuff. Do you, do you, are you, like, you're, you're never feeling like you're missing an opportunity. Like, if you got to leave and you just can't in-game live play, there's always more games. So it's like, were you like, I mean, a lot of these guys really, they think that they have to be totally immersed while doing other things. And I'm like, Guys, you can you know you don't have to bet every in game. You don't have to bet every. You can walk away. You can do your thing. There's going to always be games when you come back to the computer. Is it that more your attitude about it? Is there's not this like panic, like I'm missing something? Obviously, you want more opportunities, but obviously life calls, things call. You might have to go to a meeting. You might have to leave the office. You're not tripping out when you can't bet, correct? Oh, absolutely, I am, and I don't I don't miss one day, and I won't miss anything. No, I do. I no. Yeah, you no. do it for Everything's a living. Everything. Nothing you else matters. Yeah, nothing else matters. <laughs> I got the answer I wanted to get out of you. But the point is, what would you say to the guy that doesn't do it for a living and is trying to be like you and has living. another job? 
Then do it for a living. Quit the no. Uh, I don't know. Just part time. I mean, everything. Everything. Anything where you're trying to be an entrepreneur, your own thing, you just gotta kind of get your feet wet and and so keep your job and then do do this do this or or anything else you want to do in life part time. That's that's how I that's what I my advice. So just do it on the side while you got your main thing going and and see if it works for you. And I don't think that hurts anything to do that. So, or you could I mean, be like, or you could be like job? Big Mike, no, and just yeah, quit you, your job and well, try to be a professional. Mike's golfer. working on, Mike's getting to work on the senior tour. Well, yeah, I don't know about all that. On but, the side, you know, I, he's doing I it on the just side. Play though, Brian, already. I know. Did you, Mike? I Mike, did you quick. did you see the commercial? I just I, I was laughing. I just wanted because John said. You're doing the show, maybe David's giving an answer, and you're in their practice swing. It's a great commercial because I do that every once in a while. I'll walk outside, I'm standing on the sidewalk, and I'll I'll just take a mythical by myself practice swing working on something. And there's a commercial, it's a promo on the golf channel. It's It was on the golf tournament maybe last week. It's a great – it's all these people working in different walks of life, all taking practice swings and putting strokes. And uh, when you're into it, you're nuts like that. You do that stuff all day long. Well, I actually take it to the next level. So I was playing actually this morning. Yeah, tell that. Long par, I was a long par four. The ball's <laughs> carried a little too far right. I put my right hand out like a Jedi, and I stopped the ball, and it stopped moving, and it stayed in place. Well, that's it. It's the most incredible thing I've ever done. Well, usually you have to talk I to it. I put my hand out, and the, the force. Guys, if you okay. want to learn how to stop the ball, call the yeah, office. It's only learn, $9.99. <laughs> Jedi mind tricks where I just put my hand out and said, stop, and the ball stopped. Like, it was incredible. It was on a slope. I, I couldn't believe it. The, Brian, the, we came back from matrix. Vegas. Brian, we came back from Vegas. You couldn't see his desk with golf products that he gets geo-targeted from Amazon. My secretary was just sitting them on the desk, the how to do this, the how to do that, the how to do this, about how to do that, all the way to the ceiling of, you couldn't see, literally it was covered in cardboard. It was like Christmas. And then every day while I'm here, if he's not here, I gotta, I'm here just for the Amazon driver. Hey, yeah, we got another one for Mike, another golf hey, by, by, by the way, though, I would, just, I would just say this. I mean, without, you know, no hype here. The Masters is my four favorite days of the year. I love I love this tournament more than anything. It's my favorite sporting event. That than the Stanley Cup playoffs. But from a betting perspective, this is going to be a really unique and an, a real opportunity from a betting perspective. Uh, there are indexes that are out there for what the projected winning score will be. Uh, at Augusta, they were none too happy that Dustin Johnson went 20 under par last year in the fall. It's a different setup. The rain could be a factor in the middle of the round, which could skew rounds two and three a little bit. There are matchup opportunities. I think the guys that tee off in the morning on Thursday will have an advantage because the wind can kick up in the afternoon. Weather could be rain, part of the equation on Thursday, Friday, when the greens may or may not soften up. So there are matchup plays, and the beauty of this is 15 years ago, you would bet this tournament. Here are the guys I bet. Sit back, and you're off to the races. Now you can come in light with some long shots on the front end. Friday night, you reevaluate. You find the guys before moving day, and you get overlaid prices where they're higher than they were to start the tournament. And the matchups and the opportunities throughout this thing from start to finish are second to none. I can't wait. 
Let me let me ask you this: uh, Are you familiar with the uh, the lottery of how to win a lottery ticket to the Masters? I actually have a friend. I have two friends. Well, that sounded bad. Maybe collectively, I have five friends. No, no, I've got a couple. <laughs> well, our friend in Atlanta that you had mentioned invited me to go one year, and well, let me tell I, you I, I could, okay. I couldn't, I, I couldn't get. It was, it was get in, uh, go Thursday, and fly back. Right. It, it was an in and out so, thing. But I've got a, I've got a, a friend here, and I've got a friend in Western New York, where the day's going to come. I actually have the opportunity to go, and it's an absolute bucket list thing for me. I, I just, I want to get there. So real quick, great golf story. My my uh, my stepsister, her husband, has been. He goes on a Masters.com. There's a free lottery where they draw forty thousand tickets pre-COVID, obviously, and you just pay the normal fee, and it's like seventy-five bucks for a ticket. And um, he's been entering it for year, years, twenty years. And he, he and they got married five years ago. And he said to her, like the year they got married, I need another address. Because you can only have one at one lottery <laughs> entry per household. They still had two houses. He hadn't moved out of his apartment yet. So she enters. So literally, they get married a week later. She she calls him at work and she goes, "I want it." She doesn't even know how to watch golf. She goes, "Yeah, I want it." I got this email that says I got a master's ticket with one guess. He like drops the phone. He thinks it's a joke. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's never entered it in her life. She wins it. She gets the two tickets, gives it to him. He takes his dad. They go. And and he was basically saying that when you get there inside, all the prices are like in the nineteen, like a Coke's a dollar, no, a sandwich the, 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 the egg, no, 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 the eggs, egg salad sandwich, the pimento, which I would never eat, the pimento, and olive uh, sandwich. I think there's a tuna salad. It's like it's ridiculous. It's like a buck fifty for the sandwich, and a beer is exactly. like two bucks. So he, like he's a big beer drinker, and that's exactly what he said. He's like the beers were two dollars. Anyway, the moral of the story was the guy tried for twenty years, he didn't Good get for it. Him. They had, he, and she hadn't changed her name to his name yet, and she got did it. Did it live up that to? Was, did it live up to his expectations? It did. What he said was it was interesting. He said there's more security there than probably at the White House. He said they are are so hard on scalpers there. They have undercover agents out and about in the city, in the area, where in Augusta, making sure that scalpers aren't, you know, robbing people on the resale and like literally police force there to lock these guys up. He's like, you really got to be careful if you go down there and just try to scalp a ticket pre-COVID. It was very interesting. These are their whole reputation rides on the fact that it's a fair and square. You're there because you should be, not because uh, you bought your way in. So it was, it was interesting. But he said it was fun. Uh, like you said, one day. That's it. Obviously, those you know, it's gonna. What do you think about now? Are they letting a crowd in? I didn't look. Yes, but no, no, nowhere near what's normal. But there will be fans. Dave, how was how was or the patrons, vibe at the Colorado patrons, game? Patrons, they say. It was it was a good time. We just went and no, but even in terms of like the crowd, was there? Were they involved in the game? Could you yes. tell the difference between watching these games with no? fans last absolutely, year absolutely you know. a ton of fans and then and then i went to the nuggets game i don't know if you saw that and that was kind of dead there's really nobody in really? there really but the yeah but the rockies game packed people all over the place it felt great i think there i think it's it's twelve thousand fans and I, and i know it was there was no scalpers so i, I think all the tickets were bought up i don't know if i don't i don't know if every seat was taken but i know the tickets were bought up so it was, yeah, it was packed. Yeah, no, I, felt, and, uh, I felt like I was at a regular game. 
All right. And by the way, Brian, they're selling out. There's like almost no tickets left for the Preakness. You going to go? Or I, I, I'm I don't... not going to go. They're only letting 10,000 people in. The bandstand's already sold out. The grand ballroom sold out. Everything's sold out. And I think the tickets now that – I mean, I've, I've gone so many years that I really don't care at this I, point. I'll tell but... you one thing. I think, I think it's going to be – this year I think the Triple Crown's going to be wild. I, I think the Preakness, my hope is, and it never happens, usually the Kentucky Derby, you know, you get 20 or 18 in the starting gate and four horses separate themselves by a healthy margin – and the winner usually scares everybody away, and you get a handful of new shooters and a couple of Maryland horses. I think this year is pretty wide open. I don't know that there's a great horse. I think they could bode really well for the Preakness, and I think back in its normal customary spot is the second leg of the Triple Crown. I think mm-hmm. you might get a big field in there, and um, I think it would be really good for the track there. As long as we can keep Mike away, uh, we'll, be, we'll be all right. You know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just thought about this. Brian, you're a very popular man. You've been offered Preakness tickets and Masters tickets. You've declined both times. <laughs> well, that's – no, but see, the honestly, I think about it, and I'm very appreciative that those people offered these things to me. But one of these days I'm going to call their bluff because I think they could be just saying, hey, come on, we'll do this, and they know I'll say no. Right. So one day I'm going to have to just call somebody's bluff and say, that sounds great. Let's do that. I'm ready. Well, I'm ready for to go to Oakland. Ah, Oakland. Vegas game. When are we going to go to Vegas game? There you go. Uh, Well, they're hoping. Boy, I don't know, man. You know, they're thinking, uh, they're talking full fans. We'll see. By the way, uh, the NFL draft's coming up, boys. Football's never out of the equation. Quarterbacks going one, two, three. Niners already, tr- already traded up to three, and the Falcons are saying they're open for business at number four. This is going to be a wild NFL draft. It's going to be pretty cool. I know you're into that, I'm Mike. I'm ready. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I like to always see that these guys, the new guys that, you know, the rookies come in, there's always a crop if they fit the right system. Um, that could definitely uh, determine the team's season, and especially the middle-of-the-pack teams that get a couple really good, talented players could really improve their performance, and it's not always through trade. So I'm very excited about it. I think they finally had a real workouts. They're going to have a real offseason, a real training camp, which, which in turn definitely helps for the development of these young guys. So I'm, I'm very excited for that. And, um, yeah, big, big, big Masters weekend, Brian. I'm very excited. No, oh, I would think that's crazy. I didn't think about that, Mike. I'm sure you've watched it in the past, but now that you're a golf psychopath, I mean, you'd probably be nuts about it. Much more excited than I was last year because at this time last year, I hadn't even played a round of golf yet. I give you so much credit. I, I'm so sad that we had 45 mile an hour winds the day you're here. We didn't get to get out, but we'll do it the next time you're in here. No, it just makes sense for you to come over here. Less wind. There's. Three mile per hour winds today. All right, I'll call your bluff. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, David, we miss you. We got to get you back in Vegas. Uh, we got baseball, NHL, NBA, the NFL drafts coming. The Masters is going to be great. There's a lot of cool stuff in the offing. Hey, man, time flies when you're having fun, boys. I think um, we should reconvene again, same time, same place next week. What do you think? You got it. Yes, sir. All right, boys, you You guys have a profitable week. Always good fun. And we always invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. 
We'll be back with you again from Las Vegas next Wednesday, and we're thrilled to be with you at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com.